his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. It's 9.30 in 716. Baby, it's cold out there in Pyeongchang. With the wind chill at times, it was negative 10, negative 12 degrees, but it was the 50-mile-an-hour winds that made it uh, so terrible for spectators and athletes. But does it compare to the frigid cold we get here in Buffalo from time to time? Derby's own Trisha Mangan, who is awaiting her competition, says, you bet. I think it was two winters ago that it was like the record cold temperature in February. And I would say one of those coldest days is pretty similar to here. And what else is similar is the wind is what makes it really cold. And I feel like we definitely get that frigid wind in Buffalo. Ah, yes, that wind. It's exactly what led to the postponement of Mangan's competition, the women's giant slalom racing, and some problems with some other events, too. Those same winds postponed men's alpine skiing. More from Trisha shortly on the podcast, powered by the Brothers of Mercy, a five-star rated skilled nursing residence offering affordable living in a country setting. Well, the biggest winter athletes in the world are changing their tactics and just trying to stay safe and upright in the frigid temperatures and swirling winds around Pyeongchang. Low temperatures have hovered from the single digits to below zero at times, with strong gusts of wind making it feel even colder. Uh, It's been a cold weekend. Each morning on WBEN, Susan and Brian checking in live from Pyeongchang with Alex Stone. It's luckily looks like it's going to start uh, warming up, but uh, over the weekend, especially yesterday, with the wind chill at times, it was negative 10, negative 12 degrees, but it was the 50-mile-an-hour winds that made it uh, so terrible for spectators and athletes. I mean, I know you guys know cold weather, but uh, for the 50-mile-an-hour winds made it very difficult uh, for uh, the, the competitors, and that's why the alpine skiing has been delayed until later in the week. And now already the International Olympic Committee is getting questions of what if? What if they have to delay more events, can't get them in, uh, and then have to extend the Olympics because they can't fit them into the time frame of ending in just under two weeks? The, the, the Olympic Committee is saying we don't want to go down that road. That's not something they want to think about. They, they think that they have built in enough wiggle room in the schedule to be able to postpone things and move it around. Uh, but that would be a very tough thing to do to extend the Olympics. You know, we've already seen some medal events. And the one thing that I keep wondering is you watch some of these medal ceremonies, or at least you think it's going to be a medal ceremony. And then instead of a medal, they're handed like a stuffed teddy bear or something. What's the deal with that? Yeah, the stuffed animal. That is a, uh, a striped tiger. And that tiger is the uh, the protector of South Korea. Now, that that's not the medal ceremony. But what normally would be the medal ceremony uh, is uh, what you're seeing uh, there at the, the site of where they have just won. They are given that stuffed animal as a, a congratulations. And then every night there is a medal ceremony. The one tonight was just held here. 
Uh, it uh, right now is uh, almost 10 o'clock at night on, on Monday night. Uh, and, and every evening they have a big ceremony in, a, in a, a park area, an open area. Fireworks shoot off. There are bands playing. There's music. They've created kind of a party atmosphere. That's where they actually get their medal. But uh, the, the first thing they get, that little uh, stuffed tiger. And, uh, yeah, you see it and you think, Wow, they just won an Olympic gold medal, and they're being handed something that looks like it came out of the you know the claw machine at Chuck E. Cheese. But that that's what they get first. All right, dumpling diplomacy, Alex. We hear that dumplings are really hot over there. They are. Uh, they're, they're very popular, as is uh, fried chicken and beer is uh, the other uh, big thing that uh, the people like to, to sit around and uh, partake in. But uh, on the dumpling side, we went to the uh, the dumpling restaurant today where you know, a lot of people have been going, and the owner, Cho, uh, he says that he's met athletes, people have been coming around, but we talked to him about North and South Korea, and uh, and he says that, that he feels like, and that uh, he sees it from talking to a lot of folks, that there's a real openness to trying to figure out where this new, apparently, growing relationship is going to go. Uh, of Is it just a, a haze of the Olympics, and then uh, the relationship that they're building goes away? Is it something more? Nobody really knows. And, and what's the impact going to be with the U.S.? The North Koreans went back to North Korea yesterday, uh, and they have been on their state broadcaster talking about what a great experience it was, that uh, they're opening up dialogue, that they think that the South Koreans may come and visit them in North Korea. This is something we haven't seen in a long, long time, in many decades, uh, any kind of diplomacy like this going on. And again, nobody knows what it's going to mean for the the U.S., U.S. relations with the North, U.S. relations with the South. A lot of unknowns right now about what's unfolding. Others are skeptical. They think it's Kim Jong-un just uh, playing the the U.S. and South Korea. Hey, Alex, what's the big event in the next 24 hours? Well, the the one a lot of folks are going to be paying attention to is Chloe Kim uh, on the verge of possible gold in, in the half pipe. She had a phenomenal qualifying round earlier today. I uh, and so confident, so relaxed as she was qualifying the between runs, she had time to tweet out that uh, she had a real craving for ice cream. That uh, that she couldn't wait to get some ice cream. Then she hopped right back on there and, and got back to it. We got all completely ready and got up to the hill, and then and then we stepped out of the gondola and there was crazy winds and everybody was kind of running around like the race is canceled. Like. To another day. Imagine that emotion, waiting for that moment, that Olympic competition, then a delay, a postponement. But Derby's Trisha Mangan is taking it all in stride and spending time continuing to train and some much-needed quality time with her family, visiting to witness her Olympic moment. It was kind of like, a, it was almost like, um, like took the pressure off, but then it was like, Dang, I wish I could race um, because there was there's a lot of obviously like mental buildup and everything uh, going into race day, and um, it's it's tiring, and then you like get all hyped up and everything, and then cancelled. So um, I'm happy to have a couple more days to train, and still look really looking forward to uh, racing on Thursday. You mentioned training. I mean, it's not just a one day delay. You've got a few days here. Uh, what are you going to do in that time? Um, yeah, so I'm just going to um, train some more GS on the hill. Um, I had a recovery day today, which was really nice. Um, get some much-needed sleep and rest, and then the next two days I'll um, train and then race on Thursday. All right, so Trisha, are you practicing on the same hill that you're racing on for the competition? No, you're you're not allowed to train on the same hill, but it's... um. It's the same mountain, so the snow is similar, and um, 
the surface isn't the exact same, but it's close, which is nice to get on something similar. Are in the middle of all this training, are you able to soak in the Olympics at all? You know, take in some of the other events. Um, yeah, I was actually able to um, do a little tourism. I guess today I walked around the Olympic Plaza with my family and um, went to the Team USA house and um, and yeah, talked to a bunch of the other athletes. So that was really nice to like kind of get a break in to be able to take that in. What's it like to have your family over there with you? Um, it's so awesome. I'm really, really um, thankful they could come. And I haven't seen some of them for a super long time. And to have us all together, I think this is the first time since September, October. So it's really nice and um so, so grateful that they could all make it. Yeah, were you thinking maybe that wouldn't happen because you got the call so late? Um. Yes, but also uh, I knew that they all wanted to be there, and I, I wasn't really involved in their planning. But I knew, I knew that they would try to make it happen, and if it was possible, they would make it happen. So um, I'm glad that I was able to work. What a week it's been for you! I mean, it was just a week ago that you learned that you made the team, and you were heading over to South Korea, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly a week ago, actually, and. Um, it feels like a longer, but at the same time, it's gone really quickly. Yes, it goes so quickly, but are you trying to make sure that you're able to kind of stop, enjoy the experience as much as you can? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, opening ceremonies was definitely one of those moments. Um, today was another one, even when we're on the hill and training with all the other nations. Um, you get that at a World Cup, but it's just, yeah, just stop and be like, wow, I'm here, I've made it, and um, it's a pretty awesome feeling. Have you seen any other events at the Olympics, or has there not been time for that? Um, I actually haven't gone to any yet, uh, um, mostly because there hasn't been time. You, I've been, you, um, focused on training, and uh, because today was the race, um, it wouldn't have made sense from like a recovery standpoint to go watch a race. You mentioned training with some of the other nations. Can you describe a little bit what the competition is like? Is it a friendly rivalry between nations and between skiers? Is it fierce? Do you not talk to each other? You know, how does that all go down? Yeah. So um, the most of the um, girls that are here are on the World Cup circuit, um, and they all know each other, and um, we see each other all year round. And the same girls I know at the World Cups, um, I know here. So I'm um, friends with a couple of them, so it's really nice to see them here. And I would say it's definitely more of a friendship. And um, I'm definitely on the younger side of the group, but I know, like, my older teammate, Razie Stiegler, is, like, friends with everybody. And um, it's pretty friendly. I mean, you're traveling all year round, and you see these girls at every event, and... Um, even though they're your competition, they're also, you kind of have like a shared respect for how much work you're all putting in. And um, yeah, that kind of creates a bond between everybody, I think. I'd imagine that bond's stronger when you're talking about some of your Team USA teammates, but you're still competitors at the end of the day. Um, yeah, and uh, my teammates are all um, 
some of my closest friends, and I am so, so thankful to have such an awesome team because it would be a lot less enjoyable if they weren't um, with me all year round. And they are my competitors, but they're, um, like, if I don't do well, they're the first people I want to do well. And um, there's a lot, a lot of other competitive girls out there, so it's not like we're just competing against each other for, like, for a second, third. Like, we know that there's tons of other girls out there to beat, so it's not just, like, you versus me. And I think that kind of um, helps bring the competitive edge down within the team. But obviously there's a little bit of that on race day. Sure. You know, Tricia, the uh, extreme weather that we keep hearing about in South Korea, how does that compare to a Buffalo winter? Um, It is very cold. Um, I think it was two winters ago that it was like the record cold temperature in February. And I would say one of those coldest days is pretty similar to here. And what else is similar is the wind is what makes it really cold. And I feel like we definitely get that frigid wind in Buffalo. Um, But it's just been pretty cold every single day. Sure. Well, do you feel the Buffalo where you are? Do you know how much support in Western New York is is here for you? (laughs) Yes, I do. And it's so, so awesome. Um, Yeah, I can't believe it, but I do know that Buffalo has some of the best sport fans out there, so I'm very appreciative of it all. Stay tuned. More from Tricia and the Mangans all this week as her competition unfolds. Back tomorrow. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams. Thanks for everything, mom and dad. Will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for every.